You're listening to the Nebraska Hour. It is part of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network, B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin. And sometimes when we be yappin', we be cursing. You've been warned. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Jimmy Nebraska. Yes, you are. And today we have McGee back. <laughs> it's like old times. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and we're doing an Eastern Conference over-under win total special thing here today. Yeah, man. Um, NBA season is like a week away or whatever. Soon. It's it's coming up next week, right? It, yeah, yeah. Week away Tuesday. Uh, this is my favorite sport to like bet on and stuff. It is my favorite sport to talk about on the podcast, um, especially when the Huskers are garbage, which <laughs> has been forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basketball, I'm super happy to have the NBA back. I'm excited about the season. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So what do we got going on here? You want to just dive right in? Let's just dive right in because we're going to do yeah, let's just go. We're going to separate it into two different podcasts. We'll do one for the Eastern Conference and one to the Western Conference and we'll do the and we'll do the Eastern Conference tonight. So let's do this in reverse order from last season's standings, right? So the right. Orlando Magic were the worst, right? So they had 22 wins last year. Okay? Um going into this season the Orlando Magic, we are looking for over or under 27 wins. So are Ooh. they five wins better than last year? It's um, just, now it's just for the record. I mean, just for conversation's sake, it's it's like it's a it's extra it's extra juice on the under. So it's minus 125 on the under, but minus Ooh. 105 on the over. Ooh. Um, this is a tough one because uh, I mean, if, if Isaac and those guys are healthy, they should—I assume—they would have been a lot better last year. Um, they had a lot of injury problems and stuff. And I think that you took the over last year on Orlando, right? Correct. And I think I won and on the last game of the season. I didn't see. I think it was the very last game of the season. It was. Um, it was one of the last two games. It, it might have been their last home game. Now that I think about it, it wasn't the last game, but it was the last home game. I would tentatively just. Take the under. Uh, I don't know if if they're if they're gonna stay healthy. And there's so many question marks. It's just easier to say that they're not five better, five wins better. Now they have some names on this team though. Like they have some names that you and I happen to be big fans of. They got Banchero, obviously. That was the reward for only having 22 wins last year. But we love Mobamba. We love Bull Bull. We love like we love RJ Hampton. We love Bull Bull too. Yeah, like, I, and obviously we love J- uh, Jonathan Isaac. This is a deep roster. Terrence Ross is a baller. He's a good leader. You know, he's an adult in the room, so to speak, right? I know he's not, he's not old, but he's 31. Oh, man, you're and right. This, some- on this roster, he's an adult, right? They also have Gary Harris, speaking of adults. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, this is a really deep roster. So It's a very different roster. You're kind of right about they that. They got Mo I, Wagner, I or Mo Wagner. I'm not, like, you know what I mean? I'm not. 
writing him off. They have Franz Wagner, who's the better of the two, right? Or do I have that backwards? They have that backwards. Mo Mo's the better one. Mo's the better one. Pardon me. I'm not writing off Franz. I like that they have brothers. I think that's always cool. You know, if there's a fight, guy, obviously, which helps your which helps you. I don't know. I sort of like the over here. Uh, I know, God, the, you know, five wins I, is a big jump for any team, you know, but I feel like this roster has continuously over the last three years gotten a little better every year. You know, you we, we mentioned before we started the podcast about which conference is going to be tougher this season. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of one of those one of those debates is is mm-hmm. is the Eastern Conference going to be as tough as they were last season, top to bottom. I think it might be harder. And I, you know what? Maybe I'm drinking, maybe I'm drinking blue colored Kool-Aid, but I think the magic are gonna flirt with the play-in game. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I love this roster. Um, I love a I deep mean- roster because inevitably, unfortunately, one of the, one or two of these guys aren't gonna play this season, right? Like it, something's gonna happen, injuries are gonna happen, but they have some depth here. That they're still going to have a solid starting five or and a, and a good six and seven guy, even if unfortunately somebody isn't able to play all season. You're kind of right. They they have ten guys that can play. Admiral Schofield, we didn't even mention. We love these names. I love him. We I always love him. loved him. We, I'm man, just saying, if we man, were the GM I, of the Magic, this roster would be very similar to what it is right now. We <laughs> did a good. We we kind of had that that that. That that uh, podcast as well, where we took pa- we took Paulo <laughs> and we talked about Bull Bull and we talked about a lot of these guys and keeping RJ Hampton and Gary Harris around. And um, they, I they, think it's convincing, man. I think I'm going the over. <laughs> they check the box for me. I'm going the over. Man. They got a Florida State guy in the locker room, and that's always important. I like. I think it. I'm going over, man. I think you convince me there. Their, right, their roster not- is really deep. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I think I think we're both on just right out of the gates, both on Magic over. Yeah, right, right out of the gates. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. What? Who was next? The next team. Just one more win. Another team, I think, improved this offseason. The Detroit Pistons. Last season, they got 23 wins. And this season, are they going to go over or under 29 wins? Ooh. Now, there is some juice here. If you go under 29, you're getting plus 120 on your money. Over 29 is minus 150. So that's an expensive big right there. So the over. But so I like Marvin Bagley. Yeah. I like that addition. Yeah. Um big difference. They, other different that, roster this year than last a year. A lot of their roster is, is kind of similar. They, they have Buddy Beheim. Oh um, yeah. But the addition of Kimba Walker. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna make an impact. Like Kimba, I'm not sure if Kimba's the same Kimba that he was. I mean, but but Kimba can can single-handedly get you a couple games. I would assume so um, if he's healthy. I'm I'm going to go with the under on this one. I, I think they're going to be below 30 wins, so 29 and a half. I'll, I'll take the under. How'd they get Nerlens Noel? Um, he wasn't signed by anybody, man. He was he was just sitting around because the, the Kings <laughs> cut him. Huh. Um. I didn't crazy, even know crazy. that. <laughs> that slipped right by my radar. I think well, I mean, Cunningham is much better than he was. I think Hamadou Diallo is going to keep improving. I think, I don't know. Do you get anything out of Bogdanovich? <laughs> Bohan uh, Bogdanovich? I, I like Kevin Knox. Are they going to give you anything? I, see, I don't think it's enough improved. They, uh-huh. they, they're going to have to um, really play 
above their potential There's to get no, an extra six wins. They still got a lot of guys on rookie deals, man. So like they, like these really, guys need jobs. There's these guys are going to come out. I think I don't know. They're, they're going to be hungry, but I don't the think center, they're going to the win. Center might be a good help to them. I think in two years, if they keep a, a solid core around, mm-hmm. and I mean they're going to get a good draft Classic. pick, obviously. Classic year away from being a year away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the Pistons have been saying that to themselves for about five years, <laughs> and they just they just can't. They don't. They don't. They're not a market enough to get a big time player, you know. So they don't. They have to draft well, and they sign guys like Kimba that kind of nobody wants right now because he was hurt so long and just hasn't really played that well. But maybe this is like the the you know when Chris Paul they said oh he was done he was done he was done. And then he has he's had some great seasons. Maybe Kimba comes out and has a great season, and I'm would be phenomenally surprised. What happened to Jeremy Grant? Is he on? Is he on Portland now? Uh, yeah, Jeremy Grant is. Uh, yeah, with, with with Portland. Who did they get in that trade? Oh, Rodney McGruber and Kevin Knox or something. They got like nothing. They, they huh. were just trying to cut the salary of team might more than anything else. Huh. Uh, I mean, they ended up having the money to, to take on Kimba's contract that way. Yeah. I like the under here also, even and even especially with the plus one twenty. But I don't think I'm informed enough to pull the trigger on this. Bet. Oh, dude, you know what? I totally forgot. This is the one guy that is going to be a breakout, maybe rookie of the year, dude. Killian Hayes, uh, Jaden Ivy, the dude from oh, Purdue. Yeah, Jaden Ivy's really. Uh, I, I didn't even see his name in the roster right, right away because they oh, don't have a picture there. for. Him. Dude, he's good balls on this kid. He went rocking the number 23 with a Jordan man. logo on a Detroit Pistons jersey. Oh, man. Like, Jaden <laughs> Jaden is a baller, man. Like, yeah. he, him and Cade Cunningham might – now I'm debating my, my answer. Yeah. I remember I'm when Alec going, Burks I'm played in fucking Colorado. I'm still going under. I forgot that What's Alec that? Burks – I always forget that Alec Burks played in Colorado, played in Boulder. Because – so they both were on the – there was an Alex Burke yeah. and Alex Burks. Yeah. And one went to Michigan, I believe. One yeah, one went to Michigan. That's right. And I always get him confused too, and make I don't know which one's whichever. Jalen Duran, center from Memphis. How do I not even know that name? He didn't play. He's another one of those cats that went to Memphis and never really. And he, ended up, he like didn't play hardly. Yeah, just like what's his name in Golden State. Yeah, he's a monster though. He's like two sixty. He's a big dude. <laughs> he's a really big dude. I'll tell you what. I think it's going to be the under. I'm not going to bet it, but I'm I'm curious to watch this team continue to progress. I think that they're going to be fun to watch. I'm going to take the under. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet it, but if I had to, I would go with the under. Right. I think that um, probably next year I might be. I might be talking about how the Pistons are going to be really good pretty soon. <laughs> so let's keep it going. From They had 23 wins. The next team going up is the Indiana Pacers, who had 25 wins last year. And the question is, are they going to have over or under 23 and a half wins this season? Over under 23 and a half. The, the Pistons, they're, they're going to be garbage. I mean, they they really just sold out their whole team, right? Like they they just committed to not to to, to pretty much just being the worst team in the NBA. So if you right? had, like if you had this long into the podcast before the mention of the name Wembenyama, 
Like <laughs> you win. <laughs> you in the pool because you in the pool, buddy. I'm pretty sure the Pacers are like that's the season they're having this year. And they very well may have the first draft or first pick of the draft next year. They have some decent players. I mean, Miles Turner, they have they have um Do you think you really think Miles Turner is gonna be on the on the roster like by December or, or February? No, well, let's say I, the I, trade deadline. He'll be traded for sure. Yeah. He'll get traded for sure. They have Buddy Heald. They have uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I'm um, willing to. I'm willing to do a parlay that all three of them end the season on different uniforms than their than the Pacers. Uh, I I would I would probably <laughs> assume that too. I they're gonna probably end up keeping somebody just because of a of a, of a contract thing or something. Maybe. Um, but they're gonna be. They, I mean, they're gonna have. They're gonna be a decimated roster, way different than right now in two months. Yeah. I think they can get under somewhere else for sure. <laughs> I think they yeah. can get under 23 and a half. If they want one of those three guys will get injured and have some, you know, have his knee cleaned up and the other two will get traded. And like this could be a really bad team this year. They could be I under- don't know what the what the all-time uh low wins are. I think it's like 16. I think there was a lower one. I thought there was some team did a 12. One of the one of the one of the trust the process. Sixers, yep. I thought, had like a twelve win or a fourteen. God, going win. twelve and seventy would be the worst oh, day ever. 70. God, oh. going to play every night would be like fuck, man. Yeah, again, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, sit me down, homie. <laughs> I think they'll have more than twelve. Let's put it for the Pacers. I'll take over twelve, definitely. But I think well, under twenty three. There's enough games in Indiana that are on West Coast team teams going back playing back to back road games where they play. Cleveland they got the steal next ten. Game. They got the, Yeah, the, they'll get. They get like ten free ones, <laughs> and, then, and then they got to pull a couple upsets. All right, so those were the three absolute worst teams, and then there's a big jump, and we get to the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards last season had 35 wins, and I feel like they were never healthy. There wasn't a single time, even at the beginning of the season, whatever. Um, so man. And, Right? Another one of those teams that we we had the over on last year and won pretty easily. I, yeah, we, they had a good year last year. So this year, the, they're, I mean, last year they had 35 wins. This year, we're talking over under 35 and a half wins. So are they better or worse than last season, basically? Um, well, with a healthy with a healthy Kristaps, and um, they got Will Barton, they got Maker Maker, mm-hmm. in the draft. Um, who was. Kind of okay. like one of those, yeah. He's he's one of my guys. He's one, one of the guys, of guys I like a lot. One of our guys. Yeah, one of our guys. Um, Quentin Jackson, I like. Um, yeah, we were giving out nil deals. The Wizards would would have our logos all over them, right? We love Denny. Yeah, we love Denny. But I've I mean, always loved Denny. Yeah, you've always loved Denny. I've, I mean, I've Bradley Beal is like one of the only Florida guys I can palate. Right, they got Taj Gibson as like their old guy, you know that that you always got to have. Rui Hachimura speaks Japanese, or at least a little bit. Oh, um, I, I, I like Hachimura too. Um, and they have Kuzma. Like they, they this is a pretty serious roster. Pretty Monty Morris swap, coming off. Monty Morris running the second string. Who the, is is kind of like the old veteran point guard that's not really old. <laughs> You know he's a, he's like the 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 get your guys together and mm-hmm. organized kind of guy. You know there's there's no getting flustered when when Monte Morris on the, on the court. 
The it's, Wizards, I think the Wizards. Taj Gibson probably, is the only guy in the 30s. Oh, no, Will Barton. He It says 31, but he's an old 31. <laughs> All right? He is an old 31. <laughs> Will Barton's kind of like a poor man's version of J.R. Smith. Like, he's yeah. never he's never afraid to shoot. He's <laughs> always open to asking. This is, a, um, this is a real roster. This is a grown-up roster. I think they could be a 40-win team. Now, see, the difference I have with this, like, from the Magic, where, like, I thought the Magic was deep, right? I think this is kind of top-heavy. Like, if there's an injury or something here, this could be, this could go south quickly, right? If somehow Bradley Beal doesn't stay healthy, or if Chris Stapps, Chris Stapps, um, like, this might, this could get messy, but presuming health, like presuming health, this is a really good roster that should be in the play-in. I mean, they weren't healthy at all last year, all, all once, and they set up a good season. Now, right. obviously, Bradley Beal being healthy is a huge part of that. Like, if if, if Beal and and Kristaps stay healthy, they're they're a really good team, actually. I and like, so who knows, man? Maker Maker might be phenomenally good. Like, nobody really knows. Yeah, he he had to like. Transfer and not go to school and to, to even get to the NBA. He's kind of a weird, weird. Um, not a lot of people have seen him, like the general public, we haven't seen him play. Wild card. Yeah. So, I mean, assuming health, I think they're a 41 team. I think they could, I mean, they're, I think they're a, a playing tournament I, team. I think we're doing it again. So far, we're, we're doing the same bets as last year <laughs> over on Washington and over on Orlando. You know, man, it, it kind of seems like we, that we're pretty good about being early on the team's development. Like, we kind of have a good, a good knack of being like, okay, well, these teams are going to be good, so when their numbers are low right away, we get the overs. We, and when legit, they, they spend right away, time. we legit spend time on each team in the offseason when we try to fix them, right? So, like, we, it, it makes sense that we're paying attention. We're This is, like, interesting to us. We like the team. We also have a unique perspective on how bad some GMs are. Because <laughs> we want because when we have when we have a podcast that's fixing a team that that seems like that's a pretty easy fix, and they make the absolute other side moves, and then they team tanks. Yeah, they're bonus. Yeah, like <laughs> like what are they doing? <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. The uh, there's another team that was kind of bunched right there with the Knicks. I'm sorry, with the Wizards. It's the Knicks, right? They had 37 wins. So those are the two teams that like. You know, they weren't abject failures last year, but they weren't even in the play, right? Um, uh, disappointment with the Knicks last year, though. I think so, especially coming off the year before when they had a really, you know, they were trending up, right? Um, so they had 37 wins last year. The question is, this season, will they have over or under 39 and a half wins? Ooh. Little extra juice on the under, minus 125 on the under, minus 105 on the over. But over or under 39 and a half wins. I don't see a drastic difference. You know, I, I mean, if Julius Randle plays like he did two years ago, they're really good. If Julius Randle is kind of idiot sometimes on the floor and just makes bad decisions and turns the ball over too much, they need a, they need a solid point guard, which I don't think they still have. Um, I would take the under on the Knicks. I probably wouldn't bet this one, honestly. But if I had to, I'd take the under. Yeah, I kind of feel the exact same way. Like they're they're it's just such a young team. I like that they added Jalen Brunson, but like 
I just don't think I think they're a piece away from me taking them seriously. You know, maybe so. he's the point guard that they need to have Randall not turn the ball over so much. But I haven't seen it. I don't trust it yet. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't bet this one. But I, if I was forced to, I'd definitely take the other. I want. I definitely want to watch them for a year before I start putting money on either side of it. You know what I mean? Like I want to watch this. This. Um, this iteration of the Knicks and see what I think is going to happen with Jalen. And like, if I think Randall will be the player we thought he might be, or will Cam Reddish take another step? Because that dude is could very well, you know, RJ Barrett too. If true. RJ Barrett takes a step. True. You know? I mean, there's just so and many Obi questions. Like, I feel like every time I see a clip, he's doing something amazing. Right. But like at the same time, I don't see him. I'm, it's there's there's a lack of consistency, you know. So like I don't know. I, I want to see. I don't. I don't feel like I have enough info, and I want to watch them play this year before I start making, you know, year you know season long bets on them. Obi's one of those guys that um, if you watch Sports Center, you see a lot of amazing things. If you watch Knicks games, you see a lot of not amazing things also. <laughs> yeah, I kind of assume that. I think I would see more of him if he was as good as <laughs> the clips. Set, God, know? he can dunk like crazy, though. <laughs> nice highlights. All right, so now we're getting into the playing game, right? The two teams that were in the playing game game last year um, at 43 wins. I guess it's not two teams. You know, the, we're talking about the 10 seed now. We're getting into the 10 and higher. So the 10 seed at 43 wins was the Charlotte Hornets. All right. Um, I we are looking, we are looking at whether or not they're going to go over or under. I guess it's not whether or not it's over or under. Are they going to be over or under 36 and a half wins? Now the over is plus 115. The under is minus 145. So extra juice. Um, Man, I like their team a lot, man. I, I like, um, I like Scotty Lewis a lot. I like Kai Jones a lot. Gordon Hayward doesn't really matter. He wouldn't really help you last year anyway. Um, if James Booknight is one of my one of my one of my guys, mm. uh, if they they've been talking about trading Miles Bridges, which worries me. Um, I don't think they can get what they were going to get for him. Like I think they were going to trade him, and then negative press came out, and I don't think they can get what they now they're stuck with him. Um, I like the Kelly Oubre. It is. This is the last year of the Gordon Hayward deal, correct or incorrect? Yes. Okay. Um, love PJ Washington. They okay. have a dude named JT Thor, but I don't know much much about him. But I just it sounds cool. I'm gonna put these guys in the category with the Pacers that they are a Wembenyama special team. I really, think, I think you're already seeing Lamelo's injured. Right, I think they could be like, "Hey, man, just have the little cleanup." You know what I mean? You know, there's no, no, don't rush it back. You know, take it easy. If they can get, you know, pennies to the dollar on Miles Bridges, maybe trade, you know, Gordon Hayward as an expiring deal, and 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 get younger, get Wembenyama, and get a billion dollars added value to the franchise. Um, especially if the NBA. And, you know, we're seeing the conversation about the NFL, but I've been talking about the NBA having a fucking division in in Europe for years. And this can be the team that sells for 
four billion to some a Parisian, you know, uh, outfit and becomes the the Paris Hornets. And this is this could be the craziest. This could be the beginning of that. You put oh, crazy. you All put right. Lemon Yama and and retool around. You got two ball brothers. Obviously, one's just for fun, right? But you know, you can you retool around Ball and Wembenyama, and you can and Terry Rozier, and like you can really have you can really do something moving forward. Man, I think that Miles Bridges is a really good player. I think I mean, let's just assume that that um that Lamelo is is going to be healthy. Yeah, I think that they're right where they were last year. They're they're either ten seed or just just out of it. You know, um, I I don't think I would bet on the over under of this at all. Um, I assume I would probably take the under if I had to. But this is an easy one to be like, eh, I don't know what's gonna happen with these guys. Can I ask you a question? There's gonna be a lot of this uh, as we're looking at some of these rosters. How does Dennis Smith Jr. not have like a guaranteed contract and shit? Like, um, man, I don't know how he went from being for the Mavs having a couple yeah. of great seasons and just like dumping it. Like he he just is getting like nobody wants him anymore. He's like an outcast in the NBA right now. I don't. Understand. I wonder if he's toxic. I wonder if he's just like an asshole and nobody wants to be around him. It's something that we don't know because, like, man, he had some great. He had a couple of great years when he was a rookie in his for, in his second year, and he had a couple of really good years. And now then listen, here's traded a, the Knicks, and then was it's over. Right, and then it was just over. So here's a concern I have with this team: nobody that went to Florida State. Okay, now what they <laughs> do have, right, which is like, if you can't have a Florida State guy, you want to have somebody with the last name of either Plumley or what was the other family of big white dudes from North Carolina? Um, Oh shit. What were they called? Geez. It was Plumley and uh... we were going to do a re we were going to pitch a reality show of, um, of oh, um, Hansborough. Yeah. Hansborough's versus Plumley's and all different kinds <laughs> yeah. of sports. <laughs> I, I I mean I thought we could at least get a meeting somewhere, you know what I mean? Like thought that was a pretty good idea. You know what I really like about this team though? Let, let's say Lamelo gets hurt, and then who is the next guard to take over that wouldn't be playing a lot and that people wouldn't think would be playing a lot immediately? Kid by the name of Bryce McGowan's. And there's not a lot of guys that went to school in Nebraska that are in the NBA. <laughs> he happens to be one of them. <laughs> he might have a good year, man. He might get a lot if he gets a lot of playing time in that situation. I mean, who good. knows? Nebraska is a famed basketball school. Well, in the future, <laughs> a famed basketball he, he was school our first in the step. future. So he was going to be the very first five-star recruit ever to come to Nebraska basketball. And when he signed Nebraska, then the like whatever the the recruiting star rating people um, dropped him down to a four point nine. Just because he signed with the Raptors. for real, yeah. Like they the day like, signed, they dropped him down a point, a point one. Offensive awareness down a point. <laughs> Decision making. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he might have a really good year in that situation if he gets to play a lot. I'm kind of excited to see him play because I haven't seen a Husker basketball player in the NBA, in NBA since well, Mikey Moore, I guess, was the most recent one that retired. So this is the first game, the team so far. 
this season that you and I are on different sides of. I, I really think this is going to be an under and a Wembenyama scenario. And you, you're kind of, you're optimistic. You like the over. So let's barring do... some health things, barring some health. Yeah. I mean, health that's what we're presuming. I mean, that's what we're taking into account on all these conversations, right? Not presuming true. We're, 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 we're discussing on every well, one. But your, your explanation for the women, Giannis uh, sweepstakes was, uh, 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 no, the, no, know, I'm not saying I about- think I don't think he's going to get hurt. I'm saying the team might say, you know, not rush him back if he's not 100. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the team might make maybe make some decisions this season based on potential future draft pick. Maybe the Bryce McGowan's comes in and just takes his job. And then mm-hmm. the team's like, well, shit, man, you're out of mm-hmm. here. That's going to cost them a lot of money. Because Wembenyama is projected to add a billion dollars of value to almost all uh, lottery teams next year. Almost all uh, teams expected to be in the lottery next year. That is a C1 Quan home run for <laughs> the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. The Garden Guardians. Oh, these guardians. I mess that up all the yeah, time because I donation box, the buddy. Up. Donation box. Hey, let's Man, do one I... more team and let's do the other, let's do the other playing team, and then we'll um and then we'll keep moving. You know, we'll we'll all take right. our little break and then we'll we'll come back. So the nine seed from last year, big changes, big changes for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Last year they had 44 wins. This year, over or under 47 and a half. Now the over is juiced minus 145, but the under is plus 115. So even in the eye of the juice of minus 145, can you go over 47 and a half wins? These team, this team's got to be better than three and a half wins improvement, right? Um, you kind of think that the addition of Isaiah Mobley is a big is a big move for them. Now they have Evan and Isaiah, both the brothers thing again, which we like. That's not what's making me think they're going to win. Uh, I mean, obviously, the big-time move is is a Spider. No. Oh, Spider. Oh, I thought you said Slider. I mean, yeah, that's big. But also, you know, they got Ricky Rubio on their roster. So they should be fine. Rubio. They should be good, you know? No, yes, I was talking about Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that's a huge, huge trade. He is the kind of guy you can count on to when you need a basket to go get you a basket. He's the, he's got the mentality he's got. I mean, people it's, it's the Russell Westbrook. It's the Mamba. It's the, it's the killer instinct. It's the Jordan thing that very few players have. It's the Damian Lillard thing. It's, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of players that have that gene. Right. And they now have like, one of those cutthroat motherfuckers that you need to have to win seven game series in the NBA playoffs, you know, and then they've surrounded him by great players. Dude, Isaiah Mobley, Evan Mobley booking. I mean, you know, Kevin Love and Robin Lopez are two bigs down there. Jared you got Harris, you got Harris Levert and, and Darius Garland. I mean, like this is a, you know, and you're right. Jared Gallon's fucking Jared Allen's fucking nasty. Like, so, this is I like, like the, I like the, I like Cleveland a lot. I like Cleveland um, a lot, dude. And they got Ricky with Rubio, lot, dude. They got the fucking the, man, the team leader. A, they have it's going to be a tough schedule for them still too. And the East is tough, man. That, the East is so tough, dude. Forty-seven and a half, you said. Forty-seven and a half, and I love it. I, I mean, I don't know. It that's that's hard for me to decide because I'm 
I'm just looking at it like this. I think they are four or more games better than last year, right? Like I, I think they are better than they were last year. So by my logic, I think they can get to like 50 or 49 this year. You know, Colin Sexton's numbers are com- pretty comparable to Mitchell's. Mm, it's a, it's different. But yes, the numbers are the same, but the impact is different. Okay. Okay. I also one of the benefits is is Mitchell will actually pass the ball to Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hate the guy, you know. Like the pick mm-hmm. and roll might be amazing there. Maybe, maybe, and I mean, you never know. They and they have enough. They have enough people on this roster that maybe they could package a name or two with a pick and get go get somebody to really pair up at the trade deadline. Like this is a team that, like, if they're heading in the right direction, they might have, they have some pieces to put maybe together they something together to get, to get Miles Bridges. I mean, I don't. We don't know who's going to be. Available. I mean, just, Somebody's just gonna hate the, their situation and say I want out. And then on the flip side is you know, that's really close. The you know, in in conference, you know, I don't know, maybe but I maybe. would tentatively say that I would take the over. I don't think I'll bet this one, but I have a little quick side note for you here about about Jared Allen. If you would like to bet Jared Allen to be the season blocks per game leader which is pretty likely actually he's a pretty he's pretty good odds for that it's plus five thousand wow 50 to one yeah and like i mean he's he's a big time rim protector it's him rudy gobert i mean there's you know to go all against gobert it just seems foolish he get doesn't he get it almost every year he's i mean long but jared Jer- allen is right there yeah at the top he i think he was like sixth last year um, plus five thousand is just a really good number for odds for that for that kind of thing. Is Khalifa Diop related related to uh? Is he a, to to Desanga? Yeah, are they? I'm not sure. I don't know. This guy's a rookie. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna look into that more. Listen, let's take. Uh, I think we're both kind of leaning towards the over. I kind of like it more than you do. I, I, but I don't think I'm going to pull the trigger. But we're both we both kind of leaning over here on Cleveland. But let's take a quick break, and then when we get back, we can talk about the playoff teams, like the real playoff teams. The eight, not the right, extra nice, two. Nice, you know let's get into the real, the real thick here. All right. Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred or one eight hundred Gambler. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call one eight hundred nine with it. If you don't have a gaming problem, let's make some money. So we're back. Yes, we get into the meat of the playoffs here. <laughs> playoffs. The real, the real content. Are you playoffs, kidding me? dude? Oh, playoffs, dude, dude. I know you're just a casual listener, but um, my favorite podcast, Crime and Sports, has announced that they're gonna they run out of all the good stories, right? So they're at the end of the year. They're not. They're 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 gonna end it. Right, they're gonna end the podcast. So then now they're coming with all the big ones that they never did. You know that they've been saving. And all this right. week, this week they did Allen Iverson. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good one. You nice. should go listen. Crime and Sports, best oh. podcast on on in, in podcast world. So better, way better than anything. I've, I've listened out. to quite a few of those, man. And um, I've listened. The funnest thing to do since 
so I didn't know about it until you told me. And it was already like 100 episodes in when you told me. Yeah. So bad job by you there. Well, oh, I found out. I, think <laughs> I found out at like they were like 75 or 80 episodes in and I didn't even bother. I just went right to number one and started at one. And it took me to like 110 or 105 before I was on real time, you know, and I've been on real time ever oh, since. Damn. But they've done three. This is like. I think they're like 300 and something 15 or 320 so far. Like it ended up being like a six, six or seven year run for the guys, which is yeah, it's wild. been crazy. Yeah. So um, since I've been driving for Uber lately, I've been listening to some podcasts more often and stuff. And um, that's one of my favorite ones is crime and sports. Cause it's, mm. it's pretty funny. And most of, I mean, it's casual stuff. So there's not a lot, it's not like super vulgar. So I'm not going to offend any of my writers or, you know, yeah, probably. Um, but one of the funnest things to do is to just randomly scroll through the ones I haven't listened to and pick one of a guy I've never heard of. Yeah. And sometimes those ones are bananas. That's a, they, <laughs> they even make the joke like, yeah, of course, everybody wants, you know, the Lawrence Taylor episode or whatever. But the ones that nobody's ever heard of are always the best. <laughs> I mean, like, they're just they're great. What a great podcast. That the is. most recent one that I listened to was about a, a pitcher for the Texas Rangers. They still pitches. Matt Bush. Oh, that's I knew that story. Um, I remember that story in real time. That one's been crazy. So, because he was in Florida when he went off the rails and stole that guy's truck and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, I didn't know that it was such a crazy story. Um, I didn't know. I, I mean, I knew that he was a pitcher for in the majors still, but I didn't know his story in the background that he was like, yeah, he crazy. had a tryout in the parking lot of Denny's. Crazy. I was like, what the hell, dude? This is crazy, dude. Crazy, crazy. But All yeah, right. I, I love that show too. There's been some good basketball ones, man. This Allen Iverson one is pretty good. I mean, it, you know, it's mostly there's two big incidents, you know, other than that, it's just some little shit that's not that big a deal. But um, two really big life defining incidents, you know, for AI. But like there's there's other basketball ones that have been real. I mean, it's just it's a great, it's really a great show. But um, whatever. Let's get back to what we're doing. Forget their great show. Let's get back to our shitty show. All right. We <laughs> what if our show is phenomenally good? It's phenomenally good <laughs> in its own. It's just at what it does, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're making moves here eventually. You know, we're work, we're working on it. Yeah. So um playoffs, Eastern Conference last year. The eight seed was the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Last year they had 43 wins. And this year, over or under, 46 wins. Now, the over is a little juiced. It's minus 130 on the over. Even money bet for the under. But over or under, 46 wins. So, so if I don't know. This is kind of weird to me, is that every team we've been through so far, except for one, the win total has been higher than last year. And it leads me to believe that, that not every team can get better, right? And the Hawks are that one would that I impossible. would take under. They can't all go up, correct? Yeah, they can't. They can't all get better. I think the Hawks are a little fall off a little bit. I think they still are probably they're probably a nine or ten seed. I don't think that they have as many wins regular seasons last year. All right, that's interesting to me that you would say that because they're kind of like a popular pick or to to be a good team, like media darling, you know, kind of a roster, right? Like. Um, who's the guard I mean, they added from uh shit? Why am I? Oh, Jonte Murray they added from from San Antonio, yeah. right? And then they got like 
some pretty good players. I mean, they got they got two different holiday brothers. Never hurts to have a holiday. They have Trent Forrest, <laughs> who went to Florida State. They got everybody's favorite drunk, Frank the Tank. Right? They got John <laughs> Collins, who is who's like like I mean, six nine, but has like this wingspan that's just amazing. Like amazing. They got Clint Capella. I like the, I like the under hunter too. Right? They got Clint Capella and they got Bogdan. Bogdanovich, like, and I think and that I like he's James one of the. Johnson. He's the good Bogdanovich. Yeah, um, I just, I think yeah, the, Jalen Johnson. I forgot about Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I think their division is tough, man, and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the teams in the division have gotten better. Right, and you make a really good point. They can't all. There's only so many. There's a. There's like a fixed number of pieces of this pie. You know what I mean? Like they can't all get better. Right, somebody's got to give up to I, I think, other I think they're wins. Be right other... there, that number. Hmm. But I, I would take the under, and I kind of want to take the under because of the media darling thing. Deontay Murray, I love Deontay Murray, great defender. Um, I'm not sure how he's gonna work with Trey. Uh, yeah, he, I, I wonder if it's gonna work too. Like off the ball, like that, he's not a he's not like a really spot up shooter. He's kind of um a mid range. He's kind of like a Jimmy Butler kind of type, mid range, go to the basket. Um, and I don't know how that. Oh, geez, that's gone. <laughs> Sorry about you're that. You're on a delay, Harrison dude. You're on a gone. delay. I just saw it, and I almost said the same thing. <laughs> um, the, the they have that kid Jared Culver who was on who was on Texas Tech when they when they were all nasty in the in the NCAA tournament two three years ago. Um, I like him too, man. He hasn't really done that much in the NBA. Yeah. He hasn't got a lot of playing time either, but he hasn't done much. Yeah. Um, the fact they have two I, holiday brothers is serious, man. It's serious. But but neither of the holiday brothers really played that much. You think yeah. that like from Milwaukee, the the holiday, the one holiday brother, Aaron, I think he was, was like kind of a big mid-season pickup for him. And no, he didn't really Aaron's the I, one that's hanging on. It's the uh, Justin and Drew are the two be- Drew. Right, Drew. I don't know how he pronounces it. Justin and yeah, Drew are the two. Are the two like solid? You know, solid holiday brothers. But whatever. I'm willing to um, ride with you on this one. Like I could. I was kind of on the on the fence. So hearing your point makes me. You know, I, I'm leaning. I'm leaning under. Also, I just. I mean, it's kind of a tra- of a trap a little bit, right? Because like every team's over under goes up a little bit, mm-hmm. and now we'll probably. We'll we'll see a couple here in in a little bit that will go down. I think this next one's going up though. The next we're in the seventh spot. We have the Brooklyn Nets, and last year the Brooklyn Nets had forty four wins. Okay, this year are they over or under fifty and a half? No, that's a big fucking number. That's got to have been bet up by the public. But last, um, but last year it was a big, big number too because they had, it was Harden and injury. Oh, yeah, all those oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So their over under last year was was probably higher. Yeah, there's there is hype around the Nets, and that's one of the situ- when you're looking at these, you look for teams that are hype and you go under because <laughs> there's you know there it's so easy to not live up to it. You know, so I don't you think, think like, I, I don't think you can I don't think you can justify betting on the over when so many things can happen that can lead to this going under. It's such a like big their number. roster is kind of wild. Ben Simmons, we don't know what's gonna happen with him. Right. Uh, we don't know if Kyrie's gonna play half right. the season. What when he wants to take time off, he does. Which right. Whatever. 
um, Durant is still gonna be Durant, and they didn't really Durant have, they didn't asked have... to be traded like two months ago, and like have then like there's people on this roster that have openly expressed a a distaste for the head coach. Yeah, like this is this isn't like yes, it's a it's a collection of great players, but it does this isn't the cohesive team that you would want if you're putting money behind a team to go over fifty wins. Yeah, there's some good, there's some great players, but there's not an overall roster. They don't have a solid big man. I do like Nick Claxton a lot, but they don't, they just don't have a solid team, and they have very little depth. When it comes time to crunch time on long road trips, the Nets gonna drop games. Joe Harris wasn't healthy the last two years, and like Marquise Morris is trying to, you know, never hurts to have a Morris twin. You know, you need a tough guy. Uh, you do, but uh, I love TJ Warren, but TJ Warren is not the bubble, baby. <laughs> and like, he ain't the same without the bubble. Exactly. Now he's got to travel. So Yeah, I think this is an easy one to not bet, but it's also, if I had to pick, I would take the under. I, I think that this is a team that, I mean, this is the kind of team that they'll play hard enough to get to the playoffs and then try and turn it on. I agree fully, bro. I agree fully. So let's keep going then. So the last year's sixth seed was the Chicago Bulls. And pretty good year last year with the uh, 46 wins. Okay. Another one of our uh, one of our easy overbets from last year. That was really, we, we really easy. Hard. We did well there. Um, so this um, year the question is over or under 41 and a half. The number Expecting a, a expecting a dip. You know, so last year they did a lot of this stuff without Lonzo, and if Lonzo is healthy. That's a big piece of the puzzle as well. Yeah. Um, I like the Vucevic addition in midseason last year. That's yeah. Williams, four state guy. Yeah, you got to have an FSU guy. We know that. Um, Kobe White's had a couple pretty good years actually. Zach Levine's still a monster. You got an absolute OG in the fucking building with Goran Dragic. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, Goran, he's the man. They um, got they got plus. Speaking of OGs, I mean, they got Demar Derozan and Andre Drummond. Like they they have some old guys, and then a, a big young core, right? Like they have a couple old guys and then a big young core. I like Javante Green. I like the Derek Jones edition. Um, I really like uh Io Desamu. Alex Caruso. I'll smoke with him. And he was hurt last year for a little while too. Yeah. Um, I think the Bulls, I think I'll take the Bulls over again. The Bulls right. last year over, I think, was like 33 and a half. Patrick Williams is a stud, dude. He's a stud, man. Defensively stud. He's he's just I like Patrick Williams a lot, actually. Yeah. You know, I like this roster a lot. They have a lot of talent on this roster. I don't know. Kuba. I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep it together going forward much further. But I really like it right now, you know. But to go 542 wins, I like it. Yeah, no, I like it too. I like the over here. I, I mean, are we sure that Lonzo Ball is going to be healthy? From what it sounds like, he's going to be healthy. All right, I'm writing um, it now, down. I'm adding it to my list. This is I'm one that I really like. Pen. I've been kind of on the Bulls for a couple of years though, because I mean, I just really like them all, really. Yeah. I like Lonzo. 
I like Lonzo too. I used to hate Lonzo too, and now I see how much better he's gotten defensively, yeah. and he's Zach a great Levine passer. Is no fucking joke, too. That guy's a stud. So Zach Levine is just—he's your—he's your—he's your your Donovan Mitchell guy. Your if, your Mamba. If he, yeah, he's 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 hungry. If he could take it up like two more steps, he's going to be conversation for the Hall of Fame at the end of his career. Like he's, you know what's he's really nice about the Bulls. The Bulls have two of those guys because Demar and Lons and uh, Levine can both get you a bucket. I feel like Demar can, Rosen might be on the outside looking in someday, but you never know. I mean, they've kind of said that about him forever, though, man. He he, I mean, he's he's just a mid range, consistent guy. Yeah, loves the clutch spot. True. All right, well, let's talk about a team that he used to play for last year's five spot, the Toronto Raptors. People forget that the Raptors are a team because they're in Canada, but they are still, in fact, in the NBA. All right. <laughs> yeah, jerseys and everything. Jerseys and everything. Last <laughs> year, they had 48 wins. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Really well said. That's the right, that's the right qualifier. All right. The question is this year, will they go over or under 46 and a half wins? Ooh. Um this is a hard team to, to predict. Uh, OG and Fred Van Fleet and the, the, the names don't stand out to you, you know. Um, Scotty well Barnes coached. sure does. Dude, Scotty Barnes does stand out. Scotty Barnes is, is, is what a great draft pick that was. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a guy that's like, oh, that's our superstar go to player. I do like Ron Harper Jr. a lot. That addition, he probably won't get a ton of minutes this year. But I would look for him if there's any kind of an injury. Ron Harper Jr. is going to be a good baller. Um, they got this I, little I would take nucleus. the under here. Yeah, they got this little nucleus of like Pascal Siakam, Otto Porter, Gary Trent Jr., Fred Van Fleet, like even even like, like Hernan Gomez. Like, I don't know how to say this. They sort of all play the same. And I don't know if it's going to, like, work. Like, I don't know. I just – they're kind of all the same kind of – it's a whole lot of the same kind of player. So either – they might be ahead of the game here also because the NBA is – as we've seen the last, you know, four or five years, specifically the last four or five years, but for the last ten years probably, um, kind of positionless basketball. And they kind of have an all six eight. Everybody, <laughs> That's a good and they're all the same guy. So they might be ahead of the ahead of the curve here as like their roster structure. It's a really good point. Um, um, what's the homie that used to run Denver that runs uh runs Toronto now? Uh, the dude that used to run Denver is with Minnesota now. Oh, that's Tim right. Conley. A Rod stole him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omar, Omar Manaya. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, the basketball dude that was the GM of the Nuggets is now with the Timberwolves. That's, but he came that's from. Conley. But he, that's but he Tim came, Connolly. That's but Tim he came Connolly. from Toronto, right? Right. Before Tim Connolly, we had Omar Manaya. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's who runs Toronto, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This um, should, this might be This roster is incredible, bro. Like this is some of the most athletic players in in the NBA. 
Yeah, as and there's not a lot of a gap between the first guy on on the floor and the tenth guy on the floor, athletically at least. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Now, what factor is like last year? Was there were certain players that couldn't go to Canada and therefore didn't play on road trips to Canada, and therefore Toronto didn't have to play full rosters some half the time or that's a fraction true, of the time. What you know, so that was probably we probably should have fucking well, we didn't know, but it was a weird time. COVID, you know what I mean? Gambling yeah. in the world in the era of COVID was strange. Um, what well, we should have been on there over just for that fact alone last year. The fact that that's we didn't even know that was gonna happen though, yet though, either. Well, we, we knew I mean, that they would be the last one, like Canada border. We knew that that would be the last thing, yeah. Happen. But we didn't know how is, much impact we, I mean, we didn't know who was gonna be vaccinated, who wasn't, who was not, right. you know, like. Now that, that there's kind of open is- travel, even for non-vaccinated, and that's not going to be an issue this year. Like, does that maybe negatively, like maybe their win total goes down a little bit? They don't get to play a watered-down roster. See, I like the under, but I also am just a caveat for the future, and we might we'll see this during the season, or and we will talk about it probably next year or during the season. The the Raptors roster structure might be ahead of the curve of everybody else because of like the fully athletic, all six, seven, six, eight players pretty much. Um, eventually we're going to see NBA team and not have a six foot two guy ever. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, let's get to the, I mean, you say that, but then again, well, yeah, you're probably right. We're never going to see a short guy. again. <laughs> yeah. It's going that way. Right. Like no. eventually that'll happen. All right, well, let's keep it rolling. The we are up to the fourth seed in the East. The fourth seed in the East last year was the Philadelphia 76ers. Last year they had 51 wins, which is amazing considering the percentage of their roster expense spent <laughs> on a player that never played at all. But um players actually, but Last year, 51 wins. Their question is, this season, will they be over or under? 50 and a half. Ooh. Um, now, the over is extra juice, minus 140 for over. Under yeah. is plus 110, so you get a little extra payoff on the under. Oh, man. Um, I mean, it's nice and hard to take a little bit of a pay cut to, to help resign some guys. That, that really helped the roster keep some guys around. Um, I expect Tyrese Maxey to take a little bit of a jump this year. Shake Milton had a pretty good season. I expect him to take a little bit of a jump. Embiid's health issues are always, he's hurt here and there all the time. Just like every, they seem to be every in, big man. He seems to have gotten past to the old um, injury prone conversation though. Uh, that, that plagued him the first few years. It's just the old the the, the big man thing, you know, like yeah. the like he's banged up here and there because he's just a big dude, you know. Your knees Harden, that big, you're gonna hurt more. The PJ Tucker James Harden thing. I mean, those guys aren't young anymore. Oh yeah, J- uh, PJ Tucker thirty seven. No, like he's older he's, than that. I'm willing to bet the over. <laughs> um, I'll, I'm looking at it right now. Thirty seven. That's incredible. He seems like he's better 43, 44. I would have guessed that he's older than Al Horford. I'm wrong. It, and like, it seems like him and Udonis Haslam were hanging out when they were like in elementary together. Right? Chris Paul. 
Um, but other than other than Maxi and uh, Shake Milton and you know and Bead Harden, they have a really top heavy roster as well, like super top heavy. Mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell. The one guy that I like that they added on this year, I like Charles Basie. Um, I love him when he was in college. He's he's a good guy to put when Embiid's not on the floor. He's not as tall, but he, he's a, just a physical force. Really top-heavy roster, though. I feel like I'm going – like I want to take a lot of unders. And I ah, – Harden and Embiid together will, will get you a lot of wins, right? If Maxie and Shake Milton can do their thing and – and, you know, Korkmaz and, uh, you know, George Niang and some of those guys can have a couple good step-up games. All they got to do is hit open shots. Yeah. I but suspect the under – I suspect the under is the right bet. You know what I mean? But I don't I, – I, for some reason, I'm rooting for these guys, and I don't want to, like, bet against my rooting interests. And so I'm probably going to sit this one out, but I think under is probably the right bet. I would probably take the over if I had to bet. I think that I probably won't bet this one. Um, I do like that they have a guy named Charlie Brown, though. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. I think that's funny. That is. I love Tobias Harris. Yeah, Tobias Harris is great. Um, fantastic. I always thought he was kind of the heart and soul of the Clippers, and they kind of went downhill after he left. Yeah, uh, he he kind of seems to be the heart and soul of almost every team he's on. Oh. He's just that guy you want on your on your team. Yeah. All right, let's keep it going. Number three seed last year in the Eastern Conference playoffs was the Milwaukee Bucks. Last year, the Milwaukee Bucks had uh, fifty-one wins, same as the. Three or four seed 76ers and two seed Celtics. All three teams were 51 and 31 last year. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks this year, the question is over or under 53 wins. Ooh. Uh man. I hate Losing saying this. Brunson. It feels too close to call, you know. <laughs> it does. Um, you know, the one thing you rely on though, barring a major injury, Giannis plays every game. And like, if, if your star player plays every game, you're, you're pretty solid. And Giannis is the most dominant player in the NBA, in the NBA, I would, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, if the most dominant player in the NBA is your star player and he plays every game, you have a good chance to win every game. And they got um, a I lot of professionals around him, right? Like, yeah. They got fucking Pat Connington, George Hill, Drew Holiday, Serge Baca, Joe Joe Ingles, Brooke uh, Brooke Lopez, like Wesley Matthews, like just Chris Middleton, like guys that have been in the league for a long time. Bobby Portis, like know that, like understand, like yo, Giannis is the superstar. Let's help him be the superstar, and let's go win a ring. You know, I, I don't yeah, know. I have shooters around him to to make moves. I love the J, the Javon Carter. Um, deep he's going to be the replacement for, 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 for Brunson, you know? This is, um, and it's the kind of team that, like, uh, uh, like a free agent or somebody that wants off of the roster they're on, they're going to want to come here, right? So you could, I could see them make it being a part of some trade that improves their roster right around the trade deadline. 
like a like a midseason move that solidifies them. I could see that too. I like the over yeah. here, even though fifty three is a lot, man. But you think Chris Middleton had some injury problems last year? They had some other issues. Um, they they should have won more games last year, probably. It's just too big a number. Yeah, it is, man. It is. I, I I'm not gonna bet this either. So far, I, I think I have four that I've that I've written down to bet on. Um, I only got three, but we're we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Let's keep but going. I wouldn't bet this one, but I I would like the over actually. Hmm. I think this next one we're both gonna agree on. The next one is the number two seed from the Eastern Conference final or Eastern Conference uh, playoffs last year, fifty-one and thirty-one, the Boston Celtics. So the question is, this season, will the Boston Celtics, the team that lost in the NBA Finals last year, will they have over or under 53 and a half wins? Big number. Huge number. Huge number. Bigger Um, than I expected to see when I opened it up. What do you think? What's it leaning towards? Um... I think that they are not going to play as well as last year with all of the off-season chaos. Like, there was the whole, is are we going to blow this team up and trade for Kevin Durant all summer? And then at the end of the summer, as soon as they're like, no, 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 we don't want him. We got our team. We got our team. Then the head coach, it turns out, had some communication issues. Um, they added Danilo Gallinari to a string, which I thought was a good signing. And then he popped his knee. And then they go out and get Blake Griffin, who I think is a big step down from Danilo Gallinari. Um, just to fill the role. That's what I was, that's what I expected you to say, actually. Uh, Blake Griffin doesn't fill the role as, as Danilo does. Danilo is a good shooter, good outside, mm-hmm. the, outside the perimeter work. And Blake Griffin can't jump no more, man. And that was right. only skill. That was a like skill, you, you know. Already have an Al Horford who's productive. You didn't need an, a non-productive Al Horford also on the roster. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I mean, some of these names aren't even going to make the team. Some of these guys that are in, you know, like Jake Lehman, you know, former Maryland guy, not going to, uh, <laughs> probably not on the roster at the end. You know, Robert Williams is injured. You know, beginning of the season. I guess Derek White uh, could make a step. I mean, I Marcus Smart is like a technical foul fucking machine. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but man, he's like the he's like the heart of the team. I love Marcus Smart. I have forever. I think that this is an easy under. I think this Celtics might be a six seed. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. They're going to be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to have home court advantage. For example, yeah, I can see a six seed. They have great players, man, and Brogdon and and Jalen Brown. They have all these great players, but we we see what happens when we put two of the same type of guys on the floor together that they can't work together, and that's kind of what Griffin and and uh, Robert and Grant Williams. How you gonna play them together? You're well, gonna have I, to get. I suspect that Griffin's gonna get a lot of DMP coaches' decisions this year. I can see that. I can see that. They don't have a solid center other than than Robert Williams, and he's hurt already. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's when he's out that early in the season that that's when that's when Blake's going to get his burn, and you know it'll take a beating on him after a while. He won't be able to do it. They do have a Florida State guy. 
They do. Who's that? Mafiando Cabangale. Oh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. I did not know he was a Florida State guy at all, yeah. I guess. Mafiando I definitely mispronounced his name. Um, I don't know if he's going to make the roster or not, but he's a great basketball player. Um, I think I think they're a sixth seed. I, th- I think that they're going to have a pretty massive drop off. They're still going to be a really great team, and the, and when the playoffs come, they're going to have their their eight guy rotation that's going to be stellar. Still, I do like Malcolm Brogdon. So there's that. Um, you know, and the number one seed from last, last year. season, which is it's still shocking. Uh, I was at a lot of these games. The Miami Heat last year. Well, last year they had 53 wins. This year, the question is over or under 48 and a half wins. So, what's the difference between this year and last year, right? Age. That's it. Really? I mean, when you're talking about a team full of old guys, that's a big deal. Kyle Lowry wasn't healthy for a lot last year. Victor Lodipo wasn't didn't really get back into the game, into his game until later in the season. Uh Duncan Butler Robinson had, had a huge letdown season. No spring chick, you know. Um, um I am not I I'm not as impressed with Hero last year compared to the year before. I don't understand the big contract that he just got unless they're just setting it up. Unless there's some sort of money thing going along that, you know, there's a big trade coming and something, you know, contracts had to match. Um, I don't I think I, you're going to see a whole lot of Marcus Garrett. Hmm. Um, I do like the Martin twin that they have. Caleb Martin. He's good. Just not... I'm just not sold. I'm just not sold the way I was. Like going into last year, I was like, God, this team's gonna be nasty. And this year I just don't feel it. I'm feeling the exact well, they have the same guys, pretty much. I think that Garrett, Marcus Garrett might be the rookie of the year. They have the same guys, but a year older. <laughs> like I keep now they do have the Nikola Jovic guy. You know what I mean? Like that could be it never hurts to have a nasty Serbian. Yeah, you never know, man. You're about to get served. <laughs> I'm not as high on Duncan Robinson as others. Some are, I should say. I'm not as high on Max Struess as some are. I do like Gabe Vincent a lot. I think Yurt Seven or Yurt Seven can be um, effective if used right. You know, um, but I'm just not as high on this team as I was going into last season. I think that not only do I think that they're going to go under. I've been, and I know I said this to you already. Like, I think they might even, I mean, maybe they're in the playoff game. I I think they might miss the playoffs. I can see a 45 win season and still tough in the playoffs, you know, under, but they're still tough in the playoffs. Hmm. They're pretty well built for playoffs. If, if, because really, Duncan Robinson is had a down year last year, but people learned that, hey, man, don't let that guy stand there by himself. <laughs> you know, like, don't let him stand there and shoot it because he's, he's money. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I can see a pretty good under here also. So the last few teams, you know, the Celtics, the Heat, um, 
the Sixers we kind of debated on, the Bucks we kind of debated on. Um, so who do you think is the one seed? I oh, who do I think is the one seed? Wow. Tough question, actually. Really tough question. Well, I mean, I do think I think Cleveland gets up to like the four seed, just for the record. Um, the one seed, I want to say Philadelphia. So if I gave you okay, Philly, Brooklyn, or Milwaukee, Milwaukee, you're it's Milwaukee. They're the they're the best team. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. They're the best team in the conference. Yeah, they're the best. No, I agree. They might not be the best team. They're the team I trust the most in the conference. Man, because you know their star plays nothing, every day. Yeah, nothing but pros. They got a star who loves the fucking game. They got like a worker for a fucking coach. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just like it. It's one of the things that, that the advantage of the Nuggets have too, you know, is that we don't talk about the Nuggets later yeah, this week. We'll, we'll but, talk about that. We'll talk but, about them later, but, this week, later this week. But rarely does the superstar play every day like that. And like that that's a huge advantage for them. All right, so I've written down five teams, but I don't. I only want to bet three of these. So help me, help me call my list. All right, I like over for the Magic. I, I like, like that one too. I do. Yeah, I like over for the Wizards. I like that one as well. I like over for the Bulls. Also like that. I one. like under for the Celtics, and under for the Heat. Man, all five of those. So. Those are essentially the ones I have down to. I have the under for the Hawks is written down as well. Um, the Hawks one is an easy one I could let go past because I'm just kind of don't like the hype necessarily. Yeah. You know, like I think I'm going to – because I know I'm going to go to a lot of the games and I don't want to be rooting against them, I think I'm going to – I'm not going to bet the Heat under. That's probably smart. I mean, like – that's probably smart because it, it sucks to go to the game and then ha- kind of want to cheer for your the team that you're there to see in the hometown to lose. That that kind of sucks. Yeah, exactly. it makes the event, it makes the experience less fun. And really, gambling is cool, but the experience of going to a game is something you don't want to ruin. That right. it's just a fucking, it's just like a special thing that just I it's one of the greatest things in life. Also, I think that that I I really think that Washington Wizards roster is a little top heavy. And I feel like that one's the one that could fall apart for me um, if something happens, something happens to Beal. Um, so I'm not going to bet the Wizards either. I'm going to take the Magic, the Bulls, and the Celtics. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I, the Cleveland over, I would like also. Um, I do like the Cleveland if over. You you're, over they're going to be four seed. If you think if you think they're going to be a four seed, that's the that's the over. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not trying to go all crazy on the Eastern Conference. We still got a whole nother half of fucking. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down. Last year, I think we had a total of seven uh, in the whole combined. Uh, I want Cleveland in there. I'm doing four here. I'm doing Chicago, Cleveland, Orlando, Boston. There's going to be some really tough over-unders in a couple of days when we do the Western Conference. One, there's going to be a lot that we're gonna be like, damn, we could probably pass on that. I think it's smart to take four here and limit the Western Conference. All right, um, Boston under. Boom, booked. All right, man. Uh, we're not allowed to just say goodbye at the end of podcasts. We're not, man. Um, we want you all to go and if you, uh, you know, tell your friends who's listening, rate, review, 
You can find us on all the podcast stuff. Greg, you know more about that than me. The yeah, I mean, the big ones are Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But then you can always just check us out at betyourash.com. But if you are listening on one of the streaming services, you can rate and review. And that's really helpful. Like, to be honest, like, neither Tim nor I really give a fuck. But, like, it helps get the podcast a little attention and maybe other people will listen, which will maybe, you know, get compensated for this someday because we're broke. Shoot, man, we're really broke. I'm driving Uber late in the night still because I'm poor. Yeah. I'm sure you're you're a really fun Uber driver though. You know, man, um I, I, I bet I am too. I bet I am too. I, <laughs> I I've got tipped pretty well by some people. All right. You know, I've had a good time doing it. Oh, uh, you right. can find well, me on Twitter, Timmy Nebraska, and all the other social media stuff, Timmy Nebraska. Yeah, I'm at DJ Maniac McGee on Twitter, but more importantly, the show and the podcast network is at Bet Your Ash Pod. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, and um, make sure you're tipping your Uber drivers. And uh, what am I forgetting? Um, When are we going to do the Western Conference? Later this week. Well, let's surprise them. Maybe Friday, maybe Wednesday, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I mean, surprising them doesn't keep our. I mean, you gotta you gotta give them some anticipation, something to look forward to. Well, what day are you gonna do the Nebraska hour? Uh, Thursday at Brock. Uh, so that one will be out on Friday morning. Okay, so then let's do let's just do the Western Conference tomorrow. Why why make them wait? Cool. Why make them wait, man? Instant gratification. I like it. All right, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. All right, later, buddy.